and welcome to the latest episode of Under the Arch. For this episode, we have four wonderful black women who will be discussing their black experiences in the UK as females. I have with me Manuela. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Manuela. Hi, my name is Lucy. Hi, everyone. My name is Monique. And hi, my name is Jumi. We will be talking about our lived experiences in the UK as women of colour, but more specifically, black women. First question, ladies. What has your experience of being black and female in the UK been? I'd say for me, um, my experience of being a black woman in the UK has been interesting. It fluctuates Mm. um, from being very positive to being um, quite negative most of the time it isn't a positive experience within the uk within the uk mm. however i my perception is what actually frames um my experience more than what's happened what happens around me if that mm. makes yeah. sense yeah um uh i think as well okay being a black woman in the uk my experience Primarily is that it is tiring and it is draining. Mm-hmm. And wow. it requires a lot of me on it from a day-to-day basis, from mm. place to place, um, from relationship to relationship, mm. requires a lot of me. Mm. Um, but I have been raised, mm. been trained, mm. been socialized mm. um, to navigate those spaces in a way that, well, either works for me or it doesn't. You know, I've, yeah. I've had to adapt, so... Depends on what art, what part of life we're talking about. Mm. For me to give a very like you know answer, but if I'm just talking in general, general experience, yeah. mm. it's tiring, but yeah, mm. it is worthwhile. So mm. yeah, I wouldn't change it. Mm. Fact. I would I would agree. Um, it's I've had to be adaptable as well, um, and for me, I think it's very it, it's a mixture. Some days is good. And then some days it's bad. Um, I feel that I have to sometimes over explain myself mm. when I don't need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been other times where I've been classed as acceptable black. Mm. Please Classable. define that. Please yeah. define that. So what that means is I have some of the European standards. Yeah. The European look. Features. per se the features yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly so for example the straight nose the small lips um that's seen as acceptable black i don't like it i don't i wouldn't choose to call myself acceptable black mm. but that's what it is um and i think for me that's been the negative side to it yeah um but the positive side to it is and obviously i'm having to over explain myself Mm. Um, but the positive side to it is I've learned to accept <coughs> myself and be happy within myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Monique. Mm. Um, for me, on the other side, it's I agree with both um, Emmanuela and Monique. Um, it's quite interesting. No, I, sorry. It's okay, girl. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going with Juni and Monique. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, for me, it has been interesting because um, half of my life, I've lived it in Africa and half of it, I've lived it here. Mm-hmm. So there are two different perspectives mm-hmm. of how people see me. So within the um, being black, um, as a female here, black within um, the whole okay, yeah. thing as the UK, it has been different. Mm-hmm. And then there is also that side of me of being black from Africa, like yeah. called like a newbie, a newcomer or the Freshly, accent or this yeah. or that. So oh, for me, it has been the negative outweighs the positive in a way mm. for me in my experiences mm. because um just like a normal general example and we we're talking about with a couple of friends of ours and it's if you were born here and you were black the chances you have are different from me who was born in Africa mm. and has moved over here in the UK and mm. starting to have a life because I'm starting from scratch mm. with everything so for me my perspective has been my sort of um situation has been very conflicting because i need to try and fit in with um the values that are here and i have to also i have values that i've carried on from um when i was young because i moved in i moved here to uk when i was 18 and now i am 26 so that gap is quite narrow for me to get everything in so for me it has been like mm, it's 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 very challenging till Mm. today it's still a challenging thing and my opinions are sort of mixed because sometimes i do agree with certain things sometimes i disagree so Mm. that's just me that's that's quite interesting because Mm. you say it's been difficult because i moved here when i was nine but there's still a gap there's still a large part of me that's more nigerian than british Mm. and there's always that struggle where do you fit because you don't quite fit I don't quite fit in Nigeria anymore. Nigerians mm. will tell you that actually yeah. you're not Nigerian. Mm. And English people will tell you, well, you're not English. Mm. So where do you fit? Mm-hmm. So that's quite interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Manuela. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think similar to what um, Jimmy said, actually, in the sense that I would have said it's been, it's hard work. Mm. So being black and being a woman in the UK is hard work. <laughs> and sometimes mm. I have to say, especially <laughs> recently, or maybe like within the last three years, actually, mm. I've asked myself, I've wondered, um, how would it feel being a black woman in Africa? Yeah. How would that feel? Would it mm. be different? Because mm. here, I believe that there is such a sense of rejection, actually. And mm. it's a rejection from people who are not black, mm. um, as if you're a foreigner. Mm. So even though my pronunciations of the English language and my diction, etc., mm. can be better than some white peoples, still there is a rejection and people not accepting that I'm actually British. Mm. So for example, many white people ask me where I'm from and I ask them where they're from. Yeah, mm. correct. How, where do I sound like I'm from? That's mm-hmm. it. So I find that interesting, whereas I'm sure that many white people don't get asked where they're from. Mm. Where You know, they'll say, where are your parents from? Where are your parents from? Is what mm. I have to say back. Where are your grandparents from? Where are your grandparents from? You know, you guys, are you the indigenous people of this country? But people want to ask me that question. So the truth is, is it's it's challenging, it's hard work. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, it's very tiring because I have more to process than I'd say a white woman in the UK because they're not being questioned as to why they are here. And that's how it feels. And at the end of the day, when you think about it, statistically, I'm just saying at the end of the day, we know that women, just as a group on the, by themselves, whatever their ethnicity, women have been treated um, 
they've been at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. They've been discriminated against. Mm -hmm. That's fact. That's why there's women's rights. Mm -hmm. You know, women fought for the right to vote, mm -hmm. etc. So then we're not just women, we're also black. And we know that as black people that we have fought for rights. So some people might say, oh, there's no such thing as racism. It's in your head. Of course, race, um, black people are not disadvantaged. Hmm. If that's the case, why are there laws in relation to diversity and equality? Why have those laws existed maybe even before I was born? Mm -hmm. That's because there has been a problem. Mm -hmm. Why is it that companies and even educational institutions, why is it that they have to have fulfill a particular quota? Yeah. That's yeah. because there's obviously discrimination. Mm -hmm. It's obvious, yet some people choose to deny it. And I think what it is, is one of the most tiring things is actually entering into dialogue mm -hmm. with people that refuse to see what is actually factually in their faces mm. and where they want to mm. use their energy yeah. to actually tell you that what you're experiencing you. is invalid. Do you understand? So is basically, that one of the things that you're yeah. tired of? Having to constantly engage? Well, do you know, go on, no, yeah, go on. No, I think everything you've said and everything yeah. all, all you guys have been saying is spot on. Um, and I think my tiredness is more so at the fact that I have to or have been made to feel like I have to validate my experience I need to validate and prove my yeah. existence I need to validate and prove my value yes. I need to validate and prove my opinion I need to validate and prove my intellect I need to validate and prove my womanhood mm, yes. I need to That's validate and, um, um, and prove my femininity I'm already I need tired. to validate and prove and the list just is still going yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Scrolling yeah. Behind so that's, the sofa. that's yeah. so much to process yeah. there's so much in a day's life we only have 24 Literally. hours mm -hmm. in a day yeah. and some of that time is actually spent sleeping mm. and for the rest <laughs> of the time we're having to, <laughs> to, to go through these challenges and mm. the truth is because we're living in the UK mm. which is considered white country mm -hmm. and at the end of the day i suppose why it's considered a white country is because there are more white people here mm -hmm. so people might not want to believe that we're in the minority well hello we are mm -hmm. it's that's fact we don't make up we don't make up more than five percent of the uk mm -hmm. so we are a minority mm -hmm. and as a result of that for some strange reason maybe it's just because of the way that humankind are we're discriminated against mm -hmm. so basically we can't just wake up and go to work we can't just wake up and go to school mm -hmm. and smile mm -hmm. and have joy in our hearts mm -hmm. we have to literally navigate mm -hmm. through prejudice mm -hmm. we have so many hurdles that we have to jump over mm -hmm. yeah so consider. of course we're going to be more tired yeah do you understand? I'm, I'm not so i don't know what the statistics are mm. but i wouldn't be surprised if we, we if we were disproportionately sick mm. because of all these things that we have to go through yeah mm. because the truth is people are looking at us mm -hmm. and what it is is that they have stereotypes mm. and how do they get a stereotype they get mm. a stereotype because of something that's actually given to them through the media because yeah. i do think there's an agenda behind oh, it mm -hmm. so People are being programmed in relation to how to think mm -hmm. in relation to people that are black. Mm. So exactly. So we're not just women, but mm. we're also black women. Mm. So I just think that it's, you know, Boris Johnson likes to say, use your common sense. Yeah. Please. Well, it's common sense that we're going to be tired mm. because we're having to go through all of this. Mm -hmm. We've got so much to do mm. as well as just doing the basics. Mm. So it's hard work mm. and it's tiring. Mm. And the fact that people... 
are not understanding and appreciating the burden that we're having to carry, mm. that even adds even more, more weight. More, more weight. Mm. It's more of a burden. Mm. Because That's the it. truth is, you know what? I'm sure that everybody in this room, we want peace. Mm. We don't want conflict. Mm-hmm. But when we have people around us that refuse to even try and empathize, mm-hmm. even try and refuse to have compassion, because actually how our experience and our perception must be in our heads. Mm. But here's the thing, even if what we're thinking is not factually correct to you, mm. what is a fact is this, this is our perception. Uh-huh. Are you okay with that, mm. Mr. White person? Mm. Are you okay that our perception is mm. that you are negatively mm. looking at us mm. and that you're people that look like you are hunting us. Mm-hmm. If that's our perception, mm. maybe you need to work with us mm. so that we don't carry such a negative load. Mm. It's not just all on us. Mm. The perception mm-hmm. must have come from somewhere. And mm-hmm. given that this is the first time that I've met any of these wonderful, beautiful ladies, yeah, and we all have similar experiences. And everybody's nodding their heads. Surely, every time, everybody's it can't just be in our heads. Mm. Speaking about perceptions, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to jump in no, there. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned something about the narrative that the media is portraying and everything else. Mm-hmm. Being educated and being professionals yourselves, mm-hmm. has that in any way improved your lived experiences in the UK? Mm. The fact that you were professional, mm. the fact that you're educated, mm. the fact that you would be considered acceptable mm. black women, mm-hmm. has that in any way improved your lived experiences? For me, um, my profession is very white dominated. Mm. Um, what do you do? So I'm a counselor for children and young people. Mm. Um, so saying that it's a very white world. Um, even research that has been done on counseling uh-huh. um, has been white rich people. Mm. So there you go. Um, and it's sad because not just white people go through mental health issues. Black people do. And and this is what we mean about being adaptable because we've had to adapt to many different angles and shapes and forms and think this and think that. And oh my gosh, I can't say it like that because I might be too aggressive. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a common word. That's a so common literally word. having to think about the way you speak exactly. as well. Exactly. Mm. Um, and, you know, if you have an accent, then it's like, oh, sorry, I don't understand you. Or I beg your pardon. Oh, but yeah. Or <laughs> beg your pardon. Can you speak English? Can please? you speak English, please? You know, it's it's hard. It's hard. Mm. Um, but in my profession, um, and going back to your question, is being accept- acceptable black seen as mm. better, maybe? Um, for me personally, it's not. Um, because I'm still black and I'm a woman. So it doesn't really make much of a difference. To so me. your race actually supersedes any qualifications that you have, any... Okay. No, well, no. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I think, okay, so for me, I think it helps. Um, mm. I'm not what saying... Do you know, what? So basically, I think that um, my experience is better mm. because of my education and my profession. Because the truth is, I can pull out that card when you want to. I can, mm-hmm. and there's Give nothing, us an and there's nothing mm-hmm. anyone can do about it. Give so us basically, an just say for example, if I'm conversing with somebody, mm-hmm. okay, let's just say I'm conversing with the police. Mm. Aha! 
And I believe that the police are being quite unreasonable in relation to what they're doing. Mm. Now, when I tell them what I do, their stance is going to change. Mm. Do you understand? Please tell us what so, you so do, the truth do is, or what you used to so do. So basically, mm-hmm. so, so my background is, is that I'm a property finance lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the truth is, I will pull out that card. Yeah. I didn't used to. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to say what I did because I didn't like the way that people's faces would change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all of a sudden they wouldn't want to speak to me. Mm-hmm. So there was a time in my life when I just used to say that I work in a sausage factory stuffing sausages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt that I was, I was more accepted then. Mm-hmm. Wow, and I'm just saying, and I was, and that that was, and that and that, and that was you. then. Things mm. have changed. Was that because mm. that was of your race, or, or your, because of gender. your social mm. class, or your so gender? I think, I think both. So basically, right. it was intimidating okay. men, mm. and it was intimidating. I mean, look, oh. the main reason I did, I changed it in that sense was just mm. because when I was introduced to different people, mm. they would change mm. when they would find out what I did. Mm. So I found that I actually, I like being sociable. Mm. I like talking to people. Mm. I like my own space too, but sometimes mm. I do like actually talking mm. to people. Mm. And I'd find that we'd, we were able to have a longer conversation mm. if I just said that I worked in a sausage factory stuffing sausages. Mm. Mm. But I, when, when you say you're a lawyer, yes, it, it's like, you know your rights. Yes. Yeah. So they're scared of that. So basically yeah, what happens true. is mm. they step back a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. and they approach you differently. Yeah. yeah. And it's not only just that. So for example, um, so yeah, one of the examples would have been with the police. Mm-hmm. You tell them what they do, mm-hmm. so they might decide to actually keep the law themselves mm-hmm. yeah. at that point. Because mm-hmm. now I'm watching what you're doing mm-hmm. as yeah. you're talking to this person, yeah. as you're talking yeah. to me. So the response is different mm-hmm. because people are prejudiced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was another time um, and I was in I was, I was in hospital. I was with my mum and we were in A&E. Mm-hmm. And actually my mum decided to tell them what mm-hmm. I did. And they changed. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed mm-hmm. in terms of the treatment that they gave me, mm-hmm. the room that they put me in, mm-hmm. the admittance, mm-hmm. the, the, where I was. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the care was different. Mm-hmm. But before that, he was a bit <laughs> moody. Yeah, He was moody. But when she decided to say, my daughter is a lawyer. Yeah? Mm-hmm. From the point that she said that, I didn't notice the change. And my mum said, see? See? Watch what they're going to do for us now. They took us to a private room. Wow. Set us down on comfortable chairs after wow. we were on hard chairs before. Wow. So all I'm saying is before wow. they looked at me in a different way and they were speaking mm, to me in a different right. way, almost like they were speaking down to me. Mm. So the truth is, not only is it a status thing that can help you, mm. but the truth is actually with education, mm-hmm. you actually... Look, if you're educated, you're mm. going to get information. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not talking about certificate education either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the fact that you've actually gone out of your way to learn, mm. which means that you can actually now converse with people and you can call what they're speaking mm. for what it actually is. Mm-hmm. So I think that it can help us mm. because if we stay ignorant mm. and act like we're uneducated, mm. people generally in life will take advantage. Yeah. Mm. Yes. However, that, education as a black, and this is me speaking from personal experience, mm. as a black woman being articulate is seen as a threat. A hundred percent. And when you begin to actually express yourself in yes. certain spaces. Yeah, I agree it will be deemed as a threat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. And how exactly. does that affect your experiences? Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, yeah. you've been tapping your knee for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, want hear, I want to hear. Just, you. Wait, you know, just hold my point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so to your question, mm-hmm. which is um, how do you know we navigate um, how that does your profession and education? Oh, that yeah. question as yes. opposed to the one you just asked now. Yes. Um, and I, then answer the one I just asked. Yeah. Okay, oh, just mm. giving me jobs. No, um, <laughs> I suppose for me, 
Hmm. For me personally, it hasn't helped. And in some cases, it has hindered. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I say it hasn't helped and it has hindered, he's like, yeah, same, same, but different. No, no it's not. In it's the not sense the... of it has had it's no different. impact mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. when I say it hasn't helped. Mm-hmm. And then it has hindered as in it's had a negative impact okay. mm-hmm. on um, my experience with individuals at that point. So, and that ties in. And primarily it yeah. goes to um, my ability to articulate my point my yeah. ability to have conversations um yeah. and, and 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 have well i say that and i'm saying and 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 <laughs> have conversations and um explain my point and express particular views and critically assess um um and interpret your response mm. when i start to say certain things or when i start to talk about particular topics all of a sudden i'm not only am i being questioned i'm now being challenged why would you know that yeah why should why do you know that not mm-hmm. how or what's your background but mm. why do you know that because of because your mm. because i shouldn't know that because people like me shouldn't be able to articulate their point mm. or shouldn't be able to have shouldn't have such a, a varied interest like i rock climb the amount of times when people um when i've told people i rock climb they're like but why but why wouldn't i rock climb mm. like should be doing track and field <laughs> I did that. I did that. It was nice. I also want to climb rocks. Mm. Like, you know, I also want to abso. I also want to do these other things. Um mm. and it's that expectation, the fact that I don't meet the expectation you have of me because of the stereotype that it's you have framed yeah. exactly. within your That's mind of who I am and who I should be. Yeah. To the point um to the last point you were saying about um uh it your you know, eloquence um and passion being interpreted as aggression. Um for the most part, yeah. like my, I, uh, okay. So I learned very young that if, um, growing up in Essex, if I wanted to excel, thrive and survive, yes, literally I had to ensure that my demeanor was as friendly and as approachable as possible. Okay. There you go. As in, when I say as friendly and as approachable as mm-hmm. possible, yeah, it's very rare that you will not see me smiling or that you will not see my face, yeah. quote unquote, how society perceives as soft. Yes. Yeah. Because how, how, no, rephrase, how Western society perceives mm-hmm. as soft. Yes. yes. Because if I go to Nigeria and I'm not smiling, mm. nobody it's will okay. say I'm frowning. Mm. <laughs> no. No. no somebody will because say, but it's not for the same reasons. It's reason. not for the same reasons. No. Or even, like, even if my face is relaxed. Yeah. I'm not frowning. Not I'm not smiling. I am. My face is expressionless. It's just, it's just like, yeah, no, that's how it is. But it would be interp. It primarily would be interpreted in the Western society yeah. as, you know, rest in be face, or mm. you know, I am, um, you know, I'm being moody, mm-hmm. or because my face isn't because it, automatically mm-hmm. the perception of my melanin is a threat. Yes, mm-hmm. I am a weapon. Wow. Yes, and so if I do not appear to be, um, um, you are a- deemed to be. Thank you for correcting my yeah. phrasing. Um, you know, and if it's if I'm not appear if I do not appear to be approachable, to yeah. appear to be um not a threat, mm-hmm. then how will they know to how will yeah. they figure out how to navigate exactly. me? Because I am a mind I'm perceived as a minefield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm perceived as something that could explode. I'm mm-hmm. you know someone different. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's funny. In those times, and that's why I've learned I it's horrible. I it's horrible. Hard work. It's hard work, but I had to decide which, as we were saying off camera before, mm. which life 
I wanted to live? Would I do that? Would I, would I, no. It was a case of what would I do to make my life as easy as, as possible? Because I knew I would struggle yeah. for most of it. Mm. Yeah. Just in based on interpersonal um, um, interactions and stuff mm. like that. Um, and this is obviously not my experience. Not obviously, this isn't my experience. But um, off the back of what you were saying, Monique, mm. about, you know, being a counsellor mm. um, and um, how um, in regards to studies and mm. research and psychology in, as, a, as, as a whole, mm. its framework isn't based on or, cons- or nor does it consider yeah. the nuance in cultural expressions. The nuances. So we as black people, mm-hmm. generally speaking, mm-hmm. very, very general, generally speaking, are quite animated in our speech. Absolutely. Absolutely. Charismatic. Absolutely. We just, our bodies. Exactly. We embody, oh, we embody yes. the <laughs> things that we are saying mm. in our movements. Exactly. That's just how God made us, actually. And yes. it is a beauty, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. However, not in regards that. to psychology, in regards to um, counseling, please correct me, Monique, if I'm mm-hmm. speaking yeah. ill or I'm off point or mm. whatever. It's because of how psychology was framed. So when you look at things like, okay, um, when counselors or therapists are, um, you know, assessing if somebody's de- depressed yeah. or mm-hmm. assessing if somebody is panic attacks mm-hmm. or bipolar mm-hmm. or whatever or it is, exactly, mm-hmm. they are given a particular bullet point framework to look at, yeah. Yeah. right? In relation to themselves, actually, and in relation to a different people group. Exactly. Complete dif- completely different people group. Yeah. So I could be, because I have therapy, which I am a massive advocate for. I think yeah. there's many people... Yeah who can access it, should access it, even if they think they don't need it. Mm -hmm. The fact you think you don't need it is why you should go. Yeah. Yeah. Go and have a conversation. Contact her, she has a counseling service. Okay, plug, plug. (laughs) Um, And so, um, and it's a thing where, you know, uh, you you go to therapy and Mm. you, you know, you're speaking, depending on what you're going for, you may mm. be speaking about very, very um, difficult things to, to talk about. Mm. Yeah. And how your body and how you communicate that difficulty, yeah. Yeah. If, exactly. if, if you are melanated a particular way, mm-hmm. you, you your, your, how you express your depression mm-hmm. yeah. presents as violent, aggressive. Okay, so that, yeah. so that means, okay, they're not only 100%. are they, de- they're manic depressive. Yes. Oh, not only are they manic depressive, they are, um, they might be schizophrenic, mm-hmm. you know, or they might, you know, and, and all these other things that they then begin to attribute to you because of their own inherent um, their prejudices. Data, their, their, prejudices da- their data relates to someone. Completely different. So being exactly. black even affects your medical diagnosis. A hundred percent. I know this to be free. I know this to be Even even how we're assessed for yes. pain. Yes. Is it's because it largely it's mm-hmm. understood medically. And if you ask people, they'll say, "Oh, I don't know. I don't." Just because you're stronger, my friend. I'm not stronger than you. The same blood that's running from my veins is the same blood that's running for your own veins. Yeah, I have heard that that say, um, a stereotype that black people have a higher threshold for pain. Whether we do or not, it's not even the question. Exactly, it's not even yeah. the point. Mm. It's the expect. It's the fact that I am telling you I'm in pain, mm-hmm. and you're questioning the level of pain I'm because in of my yes. because of your perception yes. of me. And obviously, I'm yes. going way off point because mm. we're talking about education and experience. And I, I apologize, but it's just when you that's were talking, yeah. Yeah. it was really important. For, I felt was really important to to make that point of yeah. you know in regards to how we are even as educated as you may be mm. yeah and even as a black counselor mm. you know as a black female mm. counselor mm. when you are diagnosing or mm. when you are assessing or when you are, 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 are looking and treating your 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 um clients clients yeah. thank you mm. you're considering mm. their cultural expression mm-hmm. their nuances mm-hmm. whereas 
most counselors who aren't white, who aren't black, or who, actually, no, full stop, who aren't black, mm-hmm. would not consider mm. your cultural nuances. Yeah. Like my my therapist is, I believe she's Greek Cypriot woman, and during the whole George Floyd, um, you know, yeah, I say saga or you know mm. awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking, we had conversations, and she said, "Why are you down today?" And I said, "I'm down in general." But, you know, this is just something I park because mm, it's yeah. a constant. Yeah. And when I was expressing how upset I was and how I felt about things, she kept saying, I think it's important that right now that you remain calm because your gestures, your tone. And I said, and I had to explain and to her. And this was in therapy. Yeah, and I had to explain to her. But fortunately, our relationship mm. is one whereby, um, well, me in general, I'm quite, I'm, I'm quite as, as you've seen, is how I am. Yeah. So... She was, we, we developed a relationship whereby I'm able to speak to her a certain way and she's able to speak to me a certain mm. way. And so because of that, I was able to say to her, what you've just done now yes. is yes. silence my expression, is minimize my, um, my what pain. What you're going through, yeah. And has, and has made me question whether I should feel how I feel mm. about the trauma, mm. the racial trauma I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing, mm. I'm experiencing, and I'm, I'm, I'm in fear of mm. for those, for those around me, for mm-hmm. those are far from me, and who I am, and so all of these things, and it was through that conversation, it was like, do you know what? I really appreciate you taking the time to be honest with me, mm. because I have quite a few other, you know, clients who aren't, yeah. who are black, yeah. and now I will consider. Brilliant. Imagine this woman is educated mm. in her field. Mm but she had not considered the nuances. This her. leads me to ask That's another question. Totally off topic, I apologize. No, it's leading into one of the other questions I will be asking, okay. but now I have to ask. Oh. Mm. As black women, do mm. you feel responsible for one, other black women, mm. and two, do you feel that it is necessary to educate the people around you mm. about mm-hmm. your lived experiences? Yeah. Is it your job to do so? Would you be happy to do mm. so? Or are you of the school of thought that people need to educate themselves? I think for me personally, um, I represent black female counselors. I do. Um, and I wanna make sure that when a, any client comes to my room, they feel comfortable enough to talk about any issue. I'm very open that way. Um, if it's about race, racism, for example, yes, talk about it. I want you to talk about it. I want you to express how you feel. Get it out. It's better than keeping it in because I know how it feels to keep it in. It feels horrible. So for me, I feel like I do represent um, black women out there who are in um, the- Your field. Yeah, mental health profession, yeah. Mm -hmm. Lucy, would you take time to educate people? So if somebody made an ignorant remark about you or towards you or about some another black person you know, would you take the time to educate them or would you just leave it because it's not your responsibility? It's a 50-50 for me. Mm. It depends on what the person has said and what kind of person that person is, if that makes sense right. at all. If it's the sort of person that has said it totally out of ignorance, like they, they are so, they, they 
they really don't understand what they've just said, but they think it's okay. Why do they think it's okay? Because that's what they have told them and that's what they have learned. That's what mm-hmm. um, social media has told them to, th- th- that's what they know. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be like, oh, okay, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me, let's backtrack. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that what you're saying is not okay. It's not right. But then you find people who are like, it's okay to say what they're saying. They are quite comfortable with what they're saying. And for them, it's, 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 it's sort of a thing that, well, I'm saying this because I know it's true. Because people use this sort of thing of like, I have a friend who is black. Mm. I swear. I am married to a black um, man. Yes. I have children who are black. Yes. So because they have <laughs> yes. that, they sort of think that, oh, I've got that sort of license. Exactly. Mm. You know, oh I've got days. I've got that sort of permission. It's yeah. like some free permission for them to speak like that, to say things like that, clearly. you know, because they have Adjacent. got it all. And mm. the, so it, it all depends on what kind of... um. I don't know what kind of person it is. And mm. also wanted pointing um there is um the point of medical um sort of the medical field that you say. Mm-hmm. Um it brings me back to a situation recent. I think two months ago there was I don't know if you've heard about her, there's a YouTuber called Nicole. Yes. And she recently yeah. died. Um yeah. she was pregnant and she yeah. died with her baby or that. They didn't really give out the cause of whatever was happening and all that. But during one of her I watched one of her YouTube videos. She did say, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm having pain, I'm having chest pain, I'm mm-hmm. having this kind of pain. But I called the midwife and the midwife said, It should be okay, it's normal. <laughs> that the fact that she said it should be okay, it's normal is not right. If it was um, another white person who had said that, oh, I'm having this and that will be, oh, come to the hospital, let's do, let's check, let's do all that. But the fact that they treated her pregnancy as a normal thing, she is black, so she can go through pain. Like pain is just, it's nothing, you know, to them. Because we are perceived as this kind of um, thing that us black women, because we come up as strong powerful you know even the way we represent ourselves we have that aura around us that Mm. is powerful you know are we human no that's the thing can i ask a question around the room and i need a one-one answer this stereotype that black women are strong of black black strong women do you think that it's actually crippling black women yes 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 manuela it is crippling us. One word answer. Emmanuel, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can say kind of. Yes, That's the one word. Kind of. I have to qualify it. Look, there is no, a point that I wanted sorry. to mention as well yeah. before you asked that about um, the professional sort yeah. of world. Yeah. Like, just a background. I... I have a law background, so I've done my, I've done um, law and I've done the masters and and all that. But when I go and I speak to someone who is not black, you know, there's that. I've always felt that I need to tell them mm. that oh, I work in a restaurant. Mm. When I tell them I work in a restaurant, they're like, oh, really? That's cool. But when I tell them that oh, oh, actually, I do have a law, I have a law degree, not just only a law degree. I do have a masters in law, so I quite understand what is happening and what is going on. There is that sort of tension. You feel the energy moving, and the energy mm. is very yeah. different. And the way they, they accepted to tr- you more before. They, yeah, yeah. They ac- that, that's it. How dare you? How dare you? That's, that, that's the thing. So it's kind of like <laughs> your education changes your status because they are kind of looking at you like, um, well, you're, you're sort of different. But that difference is it comes with my sort of education but yeah. why should my education determine my difference or my um sort of intellectual sort of you know way yeah. of thinking and i feel like the um the stereotypes and the suppressing that they have that, that, that they um put on us has limited our growth 
because we kind of feel like we have been put in a box you're put in a certain box that you feel that you cannot come out of because you've been put in that box mm-hmm. and it, it's it's a thing it just limits all the things you want to do as a black person you're limited to do them mm-hmm. because you're saying oh if it's, it's even in workplaces or professions or mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. if you want to sign promotion or if you want to do certain things you can't do them because you'll be taken as loud yeah is it the case when you cannot or you're not allowed to you know because let let me just give an example there is a friend of mine that just told me um she she said to me i work every single person i was working with i was the only black person every white person there always never talked to me they Mm. always passed by me they were so kind and they were like sort of tiptoeing around me Mm. every single minute they were tiptoeing and then one time i went outside and one of them was having a cigarette i was like oh let me go and get fresh air and then i started talking to one of them and through the conversation she was like oh my god you're actually different i thought that you're very loud i thought that you are this and that but you're actually a nice person yeah you're actually a normal person in other words black people are not nice black people are not quiet Mm. and black people are not Nice. Do you know what? I just want to just pick up on just so a just couple of points yeah. in the sense that I think that, um, I think, look, blatantly, as, as we've all expressed today so far, blatantly there is a struggle. Yeah? Blatantly there is discrimination. Blatantly there are more challenges that we have to face and hurdles that we have to go over and it's harder. But you know what it is? The truth is, mm-hmm. and I don't know whether this is attributable to my, to my colour, to my race, to whatever, but I'm a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you are. So here's the message right now. I'm going to continue to fight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you know what it is? Just in case you want to talk to me like you think I'm dumb, I'm going to show you the credentials that prove that I'm Come not. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use that. I want to clap. I'm going to do that for my benefit mm-hmm. and for the benefit of other black people. Mm-hmm. So what it is, is um, if I feel that you lack education, in relation to what's actually happening, I'm going to educate you, yeah? I will draw the line when I realize that I'm wasting my time and I'm dealing with, um, what's the called? Uh, 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 Begins with M when you're being... No. (laughs) 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 No, Basically, basically, when when there's malice there, when there's malice there and it's mixed in with your um, ignorance. I'm not gonna deal with you. Or where there's some people where I do believe that there are mental health issues. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So therefore I'm not going to continue to talk to you Mm. because we're not on the same level. Mm. But there are white people where we are on the same level, but they're ignorant. So therefore I will educate them in relation to a discrimination that is actually real. And the fact that racism is actually real. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to argue with you and go backwards and forwards because it's not like a we, well I've already got I've already said I've only got 24 hours in my day mm. and half of it mm. is spent trying to navigate myself mm. being a black woman mm. and that's tiring so what it is is mm. I will educate where I need to and the thing is I am going to speak up mm. for the people that are not speaking up mm-hmm. or for the people with their heads in the sand mm-hmm. or the people that mm-hmm. um don't uh, are not really um what's it called they're not really living in this reality. Yeah. I'm not going to stay silent anymore. Yeah. That we, we did that. It didn't work. You kept killing us. Mm-hmm. Right? So the time for silence has actually stopped. So I'm actually going to speak up and I will educate and I'm going to tell the truth. And I'm not going to be silenced just because some people might not be listening. Mm. And that's how I see it. And, and again, in relation to the profession, I am 
at the end of the day, I think that being educated does help. Mm. I agree mm. that sometimes it can be a hindrance, mm. but a hindrance needs to be knocked out. Yes. And that's where the fighting comes into it because I will fight against it. Okay. So just because okay. it might hinder me, mm. because you're now looking at me mm. and classifying me as an aggressive mm. by definition of your perception, mm. I'm going to keep being me. <laughs> this and you're going to have to deal with very it. very nicely to the next question. And I'm tempted to ask for a one-word answer, but I won't. Do you see yourselves as victims, as black women in the UK? With everything that you've just said, would you describe yourself? Do you perceive yourself to be victims? No. Why? Because, okay. I said, okay, I don't perceive myself to be a victim. Mm. I know I've have had um, experiences where I have been a victim. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a victim. Correct. Um, and it is important to distinguish the two because if not, you then begin to embody the victim, victim, hood, you know, yeah. that victim yeah. mentality. Yeah. And oh, this ties with what I was hoping I was going to be able to kind of like match point um, with what um, Lucy was saying um, in regards to da, 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 da. You mentioned that, you know, um, it, it boxes us in, you know, mm. uh, but, you know, I can't remember the beginning of it, but you were talking about yeah. being boxed in, not being able to progress and, mm. you know, it being a thing where we can't, um, uh, you know, we, we can't do all these other things uh, and we don't uh, Yeah, And I disagree because I don't think it boxes us in. I don't think it means that we can't, um, you know, um, strive to get progress. that promotion and progress yeah. or it doesn't mean that we can't uh, do particular things. I think that because for so long we have be we have adopted and accepted the threat that they have deemed us as and the victim yeah. mm -hmm. um, that they have named, that they've also named and qualified us, us as, that it has disempowered us from moving forward. So it's not a case of, yeah, these scenarios are there and they are restrictive, mm. But they don't stop us. We no. stop ourselves based on the psychology and the socialization that has occurred. Yeah. We stop ourselves from yeah. trying and we stop others from trying mm -hmm. by perpetuating narratives whereby yeah. I struggled, I found it really hard, you shouldn't really bother. Mm -hmm. My advice to you would be do A, B, C, D, and E, F, and G. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When actually that person, as, um, as, as Manuela was saying, may be the person mm -hmm. who has the fight to break or press past those restrictions yeah. mm. and pave a way for others who don't necessarily, who yeah. won't necessarily have to mm. deal with the mm. same weight of mm. the, the same resistance that mm. those restrictions place in the first place. And that's not to say that what you said isn't true. And that's not to say that, you know, those restrictions and those barriers aren't it's there. Another layer. No, I was saying that in a, in a sort of way, like when you're in school, you're told certain, you're, you're, you're told certain behaviors that you have to act as a black person. Mm -hmm, you cannot um, do this, you cannot do that, you cannot do certain things. Mm -hmm. And because of that upbringing or that kind of molding that you've had, mm -hmm. it carries on later on in life, even to your professional environment. Mm -hmm. So even when you get to a professional environment whereby you feel like, oh, I would like to do this, I would like a promotion, I would like to be this and that, mm -hmm. then you're like, hold on a minute, but... That's how, some, know, that's how some people may be. And know, what I would say is that you don't have to be that way. Yeah, so, definitely. So, don't so, have so to I think be. what we're yeah, saying is true. that the barriers are there. We yeah. recognise that the barriers are there, and what I'm saying, and I think um, what what Jimmy's um, understanding as well is that yeah, the barriers there, but you know we're about to get over it. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's why we're having a discussion. Because, yeah. Yeah. because, yeah. because yeah. we're going to, we're going to, because you're very, very right in sense of, in the sense of saying that it is there, and this is where. You know, I have to say, unfortunately, mm. we have to work harder. That's true. We have to try harder. That's true. And what it is, is, yeah, you're telling me that I can't do it, not you. I'm saying like the, the, system, yeah, the system and the yeah. life is telling me that I can't do it, do it. And I'm actually saying, well, actually, yes, I can do it. Mm. I can. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to challenge yeah. that thinking. Mm. I'm, I'm, going, I'm actually going to challenge that stinking thinking mm. is what I'm going to challenge. Mm. I'm going to go over thinking. it. Exactly. And that's yeah. that leads me on to the last question. Mm. And if you could please answer with one sentence. Mm-hmm. Oh, a sentence. What would you tell your five-year-old self to prepare her for the society that she's about to enter? Bearing in mind your struggles, bearing in mind the life that we lead daily. Mm. What would you tell her? Remember, she's she's a little black girl. Yeah. She's five. Mm-hmm. So far, up until that point, she's been protected. Mm. Yeah. She's about to face the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. What would you tell her? Lucy, start, please. I'm thinking at five. Let me, let me take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Can I? Well, just because I, 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 I have an answer. Because mm. bearing in mind that she's five. Mm. So it's going to be different from what I would tell my 13-year-old yeah, self. Exactly. Yeah. So if I think about the things that I went through when I was five and probably what I needed to hear. Mm. So I'm going to tell the truth. This is what I'm going to say to my five-year-old self. Mm. If anybody treats you differently and discriminates against you and picks on you on account of the colour of your skin, they're jealous. They're jealous of you. Because your skin is beautiful, your skin is worthy, Mm -hmm. you are worthy, you are strong. Mm -hmm. And at the moment, you are a strong black girl. And when you're older, you're going to be a strong black woman. Fantastic. Because here's the thing. I am a woman, I am black, Mm -hmm. and I'm strong. And do you want to know why? Because I've come from strong black women and you want to know why because they've come from strong black women and you want to know why because they've come from (laughs) strong black women so as long as this stays within my dna we're going to continue to be strong black women and here's the thing if there's any race out there that doesn't like it tough (laughs) (laughs) and i believe that your five-year-old daughter would know the meaning of discrimination i believe that the world. <laughs> Work with Many? Um and that was that was a very long sentence. <laughs> it was good though. I love how you're, you're, you're making sure that we understand. Yeah. Thanks, Manuela. Yeah. Cheers, exactly. Mate. You know, got yeah. exactly yeah. one point five actually. You know anyway, cool. <laughs> um, but okay, I keep it short and sweet. Um, keep being you. Keep being happy. And you enjoy life. Preach. I'll send my five-year-old to you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lucy, Jimmy? Oh. <sighs> First thing I'll tell her is that rock your afro. Mm. Enjoy it. Let nobody tell you that it's too wild. It's too... And you need to tame it. Just enjoy it. You know, embrace it. And I would... <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I would tell my five-year-old that you're beautiful no matter what anyone tells you and if they base it on your skin it is nothing for you to feel down about enjoy your skin and 
based on the fact that she's five years old, I'll just be like, you're beautiful the yeah. way you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what anyone says. Mm-hmm. And if anyone tells you that, you can't express yourself by putting your hands around like that. Mm-hmm. Just tell them this is who I am because mm-hmm. I came from a stroke black yeah mm, absolutely that's it okay mm, affirmation it. about yeah, no, it's that sentence is broke. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the black sentence <laughs> I can't deal I'm finished that's it <laughs> I can't deal <laughs> oh, I'm sorry um, oh. <laughs> what I, I think what I would say no I know what I would say to or one of the things I would say to um five-year-old jimmy five-year-old jimmy mm-hmm. um would be how you perceive yourself is more powerful than how they perceive you mummy mm. what does perceive mean exactly, i was about to say, say perceive, jimmy, <laughs> sweetie perceive <laughs> perceive means how you see yourself okay so how you see yourself is more powerful than how they see you mm. and if you allow them to tell you who you are mm then you will always struggle. That's good advice for um, any Everyone. I think we can apply every single advice to every single black woman watching. So ladies, my sisters, we are with you. We understand you. Mm. We hear you. Mm. Keep fighting. Mm. We win. We should do. Do you want to know why? Because black lives matter. (laughs) (laughs) She had to put that in there. Thank you for listening to the Under the Arch podcast. Thank you so much to our guests for coming and sharing so articulately. And so I've been inspired by these women and I know that you have too. So share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Tag them, follow them on Instagram. All the all the details will be put. You don't have to follow me, but because my account is activated at the moment, but wow. So can you say that again? I don't understand. <laughs> Feel free to follow them. And um <laughs> On a very serious note, so, mm-hmm. yeah. black lives do matter. And we don't yeah. just say it because it's a tagline. Mm. Our lives are worthwhile. We have the very breath of God in us. Mm. We have value, mm. intrinsic value. Mm. And on that note, we say peace. 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 And peace. Amen. Thank you. Love a lot, people. Bye.